Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. Scott sent me a note out of Hawaii and said, check out this story about something that happened there that involves a whole bunch of elements you like to talk about all spun together into one story. From civilbeat.org and Stuart Yurton wrote this. Here's what happened when lawyers for a condo association tried to collect their fees, the attorney fees on a case that they had against somebody who was in a condo run by that association. A Honolulu law firm might have to pay almost half a million dollars to a condo owner after a federal jury found that the law firm violated the debt collection laws when it sought its own legal fees totaling almost $50,000 in a dispute involving the condo owner's dog. So it was something small that spun wildly out of control. And now it looks like the attorneys representing the condo might be on the hook for a big judgment. Jury found that the firm also improperly invaded the privacy of the condo owner when the firm made his confidential medical records part of the court papers they filed as part of a separate lawsuit. And I can tell you right now, I have filed lawsuits. Quite a few of them. I've drafted them myself. I've printed them out on my own printer from time to time. I've signed them in my own handwriting. And in the old days, carried them into a courthouse and dropped them on the counter and said, here, I'm filing a lawsuit and paid a filing fee. And they stamped a bunch and gave them back to me and I took care of serving them. But, but here's the thing. When you file a lawsuit, you obviously are aware of what's in it. And you make allegations about somebody as to why they owe somebody else something. And hopefully you represent the, someone else. And so there are rules about what you can and cannot put into a lawsuit. And so, for instance, you would not put a person's social security number into the lawsuit. And so you would know better than to do that. And so the allegation was that they included the man's confidential medical records, something about his medical condition, in the lawsuit itself. A U.S. District Court judge last week issued a 60-day stay on entering the jury's award Uh, The judge has ordered the parties to meet on Thursday to discuss a settlement that could put the matter to rest without an appeal. But, of course, the jury's award included $75,000 in actual damages and $400,000 in punitive damages. So $475,000, not quite half a mil, but we're getting there, okay? And so the judge has basically said, there's the jury verdict. We can enter a judgment for that amount and pursue it that way, or the parties can sit down and resolve this amongst themselves, And so that's what they're hoping will happen. Although the current case involves a law firm, the underlying dispute centers on the condo owner and his condo association. Okay, Uh, The association had agreed to let the man keep a service dog uh, at his property, despite the fact he had no pets policy. But his service dog, apparently, is a German shepherd named Oliver. And it's an actual service dog, not just a pet. But the condo association later said that the man violated the terms of the agreement by, among other things, not keeping Oliver muzzled or on a short leash while in common areas. So they said, look, we're going to let you keep the dog, but you've got to follow certain rules because, generally speaking, other people don't have dogs here. And so it's a little less of a common thing. The association's governing documents require the condo owner being sued to pay the legal bills of the lawyers suing the owner. So if you read the condo association rules and you're in a condo, quite often it'll say, if we're forced to sue you to enforce our rules, you've got to pay our attorney fees. And that's something in the condo association rules. And I have a lot of people tell me, they go, Steve, those rules I hear about for condo associations are often so oppressive, they can't be enforceable. Well, 
The thing about them is, is that you agreed to that when you bought the condo. Now, I know people who said, Steve, I bought a condo, and I never saw the rules. If you buy a condo that's governed by rules, you should take a look at those rules and make sure you can live with them. Because most states allow them to make those rules part of the covenants that go along with the ownership of the property. So when you buy the property, you are agreeing to live by those rules. So you should study those rules. So when the law firm sued the man in state court in 2016, they racked up more than $14,000 in legal fees. So the firm then sued him to collect those as well. Now, as the lawsuit against the law firm describes it, the firm's debt collection attempts eventually took on a life of their own as the firm racked up even more fees against the man. So they say that to get the dog rules enforced, they had to sue him and incur legal fees. When he wouldn't pay those, they then said, well, we had to sue him to get those legal fees. And guess what? We won our legal fees in this action also. It became about attorney fees, the man's attorney said in an interview. The dispute took an intense turn back in 2019 when a law firm involved the case here placed a $29,000 lien on the man's property on behalf of the association. In case you're curious, how much was the original fine? Huh? <laughs> how much was the original fine involving the dog? $150. So there's a $150 fine underlying all of this. And they placed a lien on his property for $29,000. Now, an attorney testified on the firm's behalf, but uh, other attorneys would not return calls for comment. At the center of the primary case in federal court is the law to protect people from abusive debt collectors, which is the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, the federal statute. The statute, among other things, prohibits a debt collector from using any false, deceptive, or misleading representation or means in connection with the collection of any debt. In the lawsuit, the man here alleged that the law firm used such prohibited communications during a years-long campaign that involved sending the man a stream of letters containing false and confusing information about the bills that they say he owed them. Not only were these demands confusing to the plaintiff, but they would be confusing the reasonable consumer and certainly the least sophisticated consumer, his lawyer said. Defendant has a pattern or practice of doing such conduct to Hawaii residents. So this is all going on in Hawaii. The jury ultimately agreed the firm violated the law, which resulted in the $50,000 in actual damages. Now, the problem, of course, is that somehow... Along the line, the man's medical records were put into the court file as well, and that led to an even bigger award. Uh, the jury awarded the man $25,000 in actual damages and $400,000 in punitive damages for privacy violations, but I saw elsewhere that the uh, another $50,000 was tacked on there, came up about four seventy-five. dollars That, of course, is before the judgment uh, starts gaining interest, and also I believe that's not including the costs, maybe out-of-pocket costs on behalf of the plaintiff. The matter provides a window into how law firms can rake in big bucks by suing condo owners, then charging the owners themselves the cost of litigation, and if necessary, then slapping liens on the condos themselves. Condo association bylaws generally put the condo owners on the hook for legal fees if a dispute arises, says a lawyer who deals with condo association disputes as managing attorney for the Legal Aid Society there. When unpaid legal fees reach a certain point, he said it's common for the association's law firm to put a lien on the owner's property. So we're going to see what's going to happen. There's a lot more to the story. I'm not going to read it all. But they've gone to trial. Juries returned a verdict. But I don't think a judgment has been entered. A judgment can get entered, presumably right now. But the judge has suggested the parties all sit down and talk. And sometimes that is a hint that the judge is saying, look, 
I'm probably not going to allow a judgment here of $475,000 to get entered against this law firm. But I am going to enter a judgment of some size. So you look at the ends of the spectrum on this now, and it's zero to 475. Can the parties find a number in the middle they can both agree on? Because if they can settle a case for a different number and the case gets settled, they put that on the record, the whole thing's over. But if a judgment gets entered for 475 against the law firm on behalf of the plaintiff, then there's a time period he has to wait to see if they pay it. And if they don't pay it, they can either file an appeal, which means he may have to post a bond, but that's going to tie it up in courts for a while. Or, or it's possible they just might not pay it and see how this guy, how aggressive he can try to collect it. And of course, I suspect that it's collectible one way or the other. But the bigger question is, will they just instead say, let's work something out and settle it? Now, I can tell you that I've seen both parties as well as their attorneys get hit for costs and attorney fees in court. And it's, it's something that sends a chill down your spine. I have never in 31 years been ordered to pay anything to anyone in a court setting because I've done something wrong. It's never happened. Never happened. And I've never had a client of mine ordered to pay something to the other side because we did something wrong. So, so as far as that goes, right now, I'm good. However, I can tell you, I know attorneys who've been hit with sanctions. And a friend of mine, coincidentally, practices in a field very similar to this. And he had filed an action where the other side had said, we think there's something inappropriate about this lawsuit. I'm not going to get into it because it's very, very complex and extremely <laughs> convoluted. He didn't believe him. And they went to court and a judge agreed with the other side and said, problem with this concept you're doing here. And the judge threw the lawsuit out and turned to the attorney that I know and said, I'm going to order you to pay them $10,000 for doing this. And before the judge got much further after that, he said, oh, by the way, I want you to personally pay it, not your client, you personally. And the judge was apparently thinking that the idea that had gotten them in trouble was not the client's idea. It was something the attorney had come up with and said, I think this is an idea that'll work. It's one of those things, I know people in that field, where they explained to me what his theory was and why he thought it would work. And I'm like, okay, I, I kind of get what he's saying there. But of course, if you're in federal court, federal courts are very, very picky about the rules. And they say specifically that there are certain rules, if you violate them, you will get sanctioned. And judge said, this is a violation of that rule. Pay the $10,000. And the scary part was that the attorney for the other side had contacted him and said, you understand this is opening you up to sanctions. And the attorney thought, well, I've heard that before. And that's another problem is that attorneys routinely say that. I, the number of times I've been threatened with sanctions, <laughs> it's usually argument B. So you file a lawsuit, the other side calls you up and they go, hey, you got no case. You go, yeah, I did. And they say, fine, you're sanctioned. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I hear that all the time. I hear that. But that's just because they say that hoping that they can get some traction. It doesn't work. So the other part is I've talked before about legal fees. And I'm not sure. I don't think I have time in this video. But one of these days, I'm going to tell a story. I had a case where I got a, a jury verdict of about $4,000, $5,000, foreign change. And the judgment that got entered was $22,000. And the other amount of that, $22,000 minus $4,900, whatever that might be, it's a complicated math problem, uh, was attorney fees. And a judge awarded them to me. And we settled the case, much like the judge suggested here. But 
if we hadn't, I would have gotten that. There's no question. That was a good judgment. But um, it has to do with how the attorney fees um, are applied in certain types of cases. But that's another story altogether. Here the situation is the man was told you can have a dog, but you must follow certain rules. When they alleged he didn't follow those rules, they wanted to fine him 250 bucks, which he refused to pay. So they wound up leaning his condo for $29,000 and then chased him some more saying you got to pay this money. And in all of this, he winds up suing the law firm, saying the law firm is breaking the law here. And a jury came back and said, yeah, it looks like the law firm was. $475,000. Now, we'll see what happens. And if they settle it, it might not make the news, so we'll see. But here's what happened when lawyers for a condo association tried to collect their fees from civilbeat.org. Stuart Yurton wrote it. Scott sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions, your comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. All growth depends upon activity. There's no development physically or intellectually without effort. And effort means work.